I'm going in, y'all. Isn't she so cute? Oh my gosh. So um, I am just looking for stories on some of the stuff I've been talking about. And so this one is titled Single Mom by Choice, an IVF story. It's 28 minutes. And then on the side, there's other things like IVF journey, miracle baby, uterus transplant, step-by-step, couples embryo donation. Um, I don't know. Wow. Quintuplets. Some of the people. And so then kind of what's showing up is um, this one looks like she's a single mom. And then some of them are couples. So not necessarily the IVF part, but I think what made me want to click on this one is that it says single mom by choice. So yeah, what I'll do is um, I'm at the beginning of it. And as she's saying stuff, I'll just come in and, and start adding to the bottom of this podcast. All right, bye. Yeah, so cute. So they're already running down her profile type of thing. And they're starting back to, y'all, it'd be so cool if I did a documentary on, on my on this journey type of a thing, but she's wanting to, she's looking for a purpose, right? And, um, so talks about how, you know, top of her class, grew up in a healthy family. Her mom is there sharing her story about her. She has siblings. She has three younger siblings, just like me. She just bought a new home. It's a huge spacious home. She has two, um, dogs and her temperament seems really happy. So let's just keep listening to, to see how the story unfolds. And and just bear with me. I'll probably put stuff in the con Because I know this is not going to be for major de- demographic of who are my primary listeners. But I'll make sure to put in the title kind of like the single mom in there. Right there in the description or title. So you're not having to... If, if this is not really what you're coming to me for, then you can at least skip over it. All right, bye. <laughs> gosh you guys i you know what i'm gonna play up to the three minute and 41 second mark i mean i'm gonna play from the beginning of her story i i think we're i should probably just play out her whole story um with little ad libs in the middle you guys here we go i'm gonna start up to the beginning of the the video but at the three minute and 41 second mark y'all if you're just coming from my last podcast, you're going to you're going to hear why it resonates with me, okay? Mine probably a thousand times. I wanted to breathe. I just can't believe I have her in my arms. Let's do this, baby. Hello, baby. My baby. <laughs> She's baby. <laughs> So um, let me skip forward a little bit to where the mom's talking because it's at this point they're kind of going um, one year back, but now she has the baby. And so that's her brother. And so all she wants to call her baby is baby. But here we go. (laughs) So that's one year ago. This was this was the part where she's. She's walking her two dogs and she has this huge home. My name is Deirdre Diener. I live in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Here we have the master. Wow. I just bought a house. It's an old house, so it needs some TLC. This is beautiful. Good kid. Never had to worry about it. So that's her mom. And then it's showing her. Um, she's class of president, class of 96. 
a natural born leader. She excelled at everything she did. Her siblings would tease all the time. Marsha, 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 Deirdre, Deirdre, Deirdre. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was so perfect. I'm one of four kids. We spend a lot of time together, a lot of joking. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> We're all big sports fans. I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan, like diehard. It's uh, a great time in my life right now. I have wanted to be a mother for, gosh, I think my entire life. Me too, right? I've talked about this from since I was, I knew for sure by the time I was like 18, I was like, I want five kids. So this is where it starts to resonate with me. I've already said I have, I'm a family of six. So it's, it's, I have three younger siblings. So she has, it's four of them as kids. She did better in school than I did, but you know, sense of accomplishment and everything. I always thought it would be there and that I would get to it with my career. Being 43 and being a single person, I thought, wow, my dream is gone. And once I dusted myself off, <laughs> I made the determination that I was going for it. This is crazy. There were several paths that you could take. The one that I was most passionate about was seeing if I could carry a child. And that part, it's it's pretty cool. It's coming up on the, the part that made me want to come and record. I am not, you know, that's why when you hear towards the end of the last podcast, like, I'm okay with adoption. Um, I'm past over the stage of me wanting a mini me, per se, um, and, and wanting to go through the nine months of pregnancy. But, but we'll see. I don't know. And that's when I engaged with Penn. The first time I met Dr. Garcia, I'm like, she is totally going to be my doctor. Deirdre is just an amazing person. She's full of energy, full of life. <laughs> she came in with the goal in mind. She wanted to have a baby. We sat in her office and she's like, so tell me what's going on. I literally felt like I was having a conversation with another. I would want a doctor like that. Like, y'all, I promise you, I want my doctor to be like, so what's going on? I'd be like, girl. Let me tell you what happened was. <laughs> a friend. Exciting. We're embarking on this process. Yes. You know, we just had a very honest conversation. So fertility declines as a woman gets older. Woman's peak fertility is probably when they're less than 33 years of age and slowly goes down. After 40, it's extremely difficult to get pregnant, even with the most aggressive fertility treatments like IVF. We did some tests to see how our ovaries were aging, and we found that she really didn't have many eggs left in her ovaries. And so the success rate for IVF was probably less than 5% for her. And then we talked a little bit about the option of using another woman's egg, so egg donation. And in that situation, she uses an egg from a woman who's less than 33 years of age, and the success rates are very, very high. It was sort of a clear-cut choice for me. And Dr. Garcia was great about it. She's like, you just want to have a baby. I'm like, yeah, I just want to have a baby. So let's And that's it. That's it, right? And again, I'm so careful because I'm, my younger ladies do not, listen, I'm at a life stage where, you know, you can see the similarities. I'm not advocating. Because <laughs> it's so funny, like when I think about like even Kendra G when she does the dating shows and then you see like the, um, that one girl that went out to that that guy's house and stuff with them within 24 hours and she's like 
man, I did not have this in place for you to kind of make those reckless decisions. So I'm not giving you a a green light to be reckless. I'm just saying, like, yeah, when it comes down to it, if I kind of like the same wording, the words that she's using too, like, you just dust yourself off. And at that point, you kind of figure out, um, you know, am I being responsible, I think is what's key. And if you, you know, because cause, cause what it comes down to, I think is going to be every time is if you're going to wait for that ideal partner um, <laughs> and that's the only thing holding you back type of a thing, then mm, let's keep listening because this is where I stopped. So let's just listen to the rest of it together. Let's see. Let's go. <laughs> I think we can move forward. No, I'm excited. I think oh, this wow. is going to be awesome. <clears throat> there are two options when you're using a donor egg you can either have the donor go through the process and retrieve fresh eggs which then can be fertilized embryos can be made and transferred or you can purchase previously frozen eggs that then can be fertilized and embryo can be created she decided to do fresh egg donation which means that the egg donor goes through the process of ovarian stimulation and then we retrieve the eggs from the donor through a minor surgical procedure We had an action plan. We went from there. Literally, like, things were put on the books. Most important, I think we really try to help shepherd patients through the process of fertility, giving them a really supportive kind of nurturing environment so they feel comfortable. I'll never forget the last thing she said to me was, all right, well, let's get you pregnant. And it was like, (laughs) okay, we're going. Oh, my gosh. called my mom right away and I'll never forget like it was just such an emotional conversation and my mom was like so supportive about it and the fact that my mom was like you are going to be the best mom and I'm 100% with you it was just crazy awesome you know when she came to me with her decision I became very emotional because it was really her dream for herself and my dream for her so it was just really cool to have that support it didn't feel real until that moment. I went into the appointment, I guess it was like a week later, and it was a three-hour appointment with Jen, who is the administrator of the program. The first aspect of the appointment was to understand the program, the ins and outs, the costs. We looked through the book of egg donors that were there, and there's a Hmm. beautiful profile. I mean, so... Detail For me, I wanted to understand the makeup of both the egg donor as well as the sperm donor. Her and I chose the guy together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of hopeful that, you know, Carson Wentz might be willing to be the donor for the other portion of this situation. (laughs) There were a couple that she liked that I wasn't crazy about, but I mean, the one we settled on was perfect and felt very blessed that we were able to receive his sperm. (laughs) We were saying that. And as you're running that yell, because I'm, like I said, this is just kind of coming out of nowhere, out of the blue type of a thing and so yeah uh if instead of me having to worry about going back out there and trying to navigate you know a whole relationship again and 
I'd want to date someone, you know, older than me. So, and so that person might not want to be at a stage in life where they're wanting to have kids or have kids all over again or new children, you know, like newborns. So the IVF method, um, it kind of just puts you in that place point where you're not having to be like, listen, I just want to have a baby. I don't want you to toe tag me. I don't want you to toe tag the kid. I'm not coming for you for child support. You know, um, do you want to be involved? Like, it's just, it eliminates that whole, because I felt myself heave this huge sigh of relief. And I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> when she said, it, I'm like, she doesn't have to worry about like negotiating child support stuff. Like, oh, that, 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 that could work. I don't know. And I get it. I think that um, some people might say, well, there's there's a whole other life or sense of purpose being in a relationship. Um, and so that dynamic introduces like, uh, you know, when now you introduce a conversation of, of people who don't want to date single moms. But that's an, an to me, that's an easier hurdle. You know what? This is so funny because... <laughs> I, I uh, this this is gonna be a humbling moment, I think, because um I will say things kind of like, well, why would you want to have a child before you get married, right? And I feel like it's easier to be a mother than it is to cross the hurdle of convincing this other person that you want to grow together and that you're not perfect and you understand they're not perfect and you kind of want to figure each other out and get through life successfully and kind of figure out at what point you have to detach or kind of let things go or if you want to keep moving things, you know, along together. But I think that, um, I don't know. But listen, this is definitely musings of a divine feminine, the thought process that goes behind. And let's just keep going. So this is her first day of injections. So I'm doing my first shot today. I'm a little nervous. When you're talking about IVF in general, there are a lot of different protocols and it's really tailored to the individual patient. Deirdre had to take medications in order to build the lining of her uterus. So it first started out with an injection. Ooh, child. Okay, so here's the thing. We're probably going to go surrogate mother route because I don't, I don't like needles. And um, even if I could push through all this stuff and do not like the, um, the labor and stuff like that. But I, you get a lot of shots too. So as soon as she starts pulling out the needles, I'm like, IVF. Okay, we're going to cross that off the list. But hey, we're going through a thought process right now. I would be keen to doing a um, surrogate mother because at the end of the day she's carrying an embryo from someone else and a sperm from from someone that's not her companion so but she wants to experience pregnancy and I think listen I love it because you want to bond with your child and that's an experience in and of itself but um yeah the needles yeah no <laughs> so putting paying for a surrogacy mother um, I would make, just make sure to just make sure that she, uh, she's well taken care of. It's like she can quote unquote have all the ice cream she wants or all the pampering and massages she wants and make sure that I'll make sure she's comfortable as possible while she's carrying my, my, you know, my child, um, type of a thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the thing about the needles. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 
in the stomach. When you're moving Woo. closer to the transfer date, you switch to an injection in your butt. It's Woo. a pretty big... Oh, hell no! Oh my gosh, you guys. If you ever go to the video, um, I took, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the screenshot. At the 6 minute and like 50 second mark, she shows the needle. Oh, hell no. Nah. You need to numb yourself up for that. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Woo! I think the patients initially are a little bit worried about the injections. Woo! But with appropriate teaching and support, Woo! most patients are able to get it through without a problem. Listen, if anything, I have, when I tell you the utmost respect for IVF moms, my hat goes off to you. Uh, yeah. Okay, I did it. It didn't hurt that bad. Woo. There you have it. Girl. Penn Medicine and I'm doing my what's called baseline so hopefully I've done all this good work leading up to today in order to have my uterus prepped for the next step which would be the embryo transfer. Hi! Hi. Hi. Good to see you. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! During this process I'm meeting with Deirdre regularly looking at ultrasounds and blood work to make sure her lining is getting thick enough and is adequate for a pregnancy. Deirdre did beautifully throughout the process. Her lining grew just as expected. Sounds like it's pretty good news, so I'm excited. <laughs> well, I'm excited for her. <laughs> this is the last big appointment before transfer. They're just trying to make sure that Ooh, the child. are good. More needles. But then the ultrasound is really to check my lining of the uterus. And I do have to say, I'm noticing that, um, so her doctor and her, um, like, caseworker person are both Caucasian women. But I see the little, the, uh, you know, the black woman in the background, the, the nurse that led her into her room. It's a black lady. And then the ultrasound tech is another black woman. Yes, let's, I'd love to see y'all in those fields. Ah, oh, go ahead. In the medical field or whatever. Insane. <sighs> donor has been doing appointments every day and I got really great news yesterday she has 35 follicles that they're looking big which is important so it looks like things are maturing and um, I probably will know by the end of this week whether the transfer is happening on the Super Bowl which would be unbelievable if the Eagles won um, or you know, somewhere around there so I'm like so excited it's like Christmas times 25. It's I am egg retrieval day. To report, she had 19 eggs, so I get 10 of them. Normally, we expect that 60 to 70 percent of the eggs will fertilize and form embryos. Mm, out of 30, case, she had 100 percent fertilization, which is amazing. So from there, we expect that about 50 to 60 percent of the fertilized eggs will make it to the blastocyst stage. This is and from three years ago. Case, eight out of 10 made it to the blastocyst stage, which was again better than average. So she did great. Essentially, it's now up to my body. Hmm. This is crazy. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Too smiley, I know. You work green for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm okay. nervous. Oh my God. You work green for me too. Oh. Very exciting. 
and it was even more exciting because the Eagles had just won the night before, and Aww. so Deirdre was outfitted in the Eagles paraphernalia, which was awesome. <laughs> the best 24 hours of my life. So I walked into the office, and... It looks like she got a Birkin bag, too, but anyways. Mungo and the nurse, Becky, was there. I felt like my family was there. Here it is. Okay. So exciting. So let me um, go over some of the results about you. So we had amazing news on transfer day. We showed her kind of how the embryos mm. had progressed from the 10 eggs we retrieved to the eight embryos we had. So okay, if I'm honest, like I kind of figured out I don't want to do the IVF stuff. So let me fast forward. Is this her in labor? Da -da -da -da. Let's go see what's happening around here. So then there's this room, which is the best room in the house. I might be ahead of schedule, as you probably can guess with my personality type, with certain things. This is the baby's room. The nursery is pretty much done. So that's her brother. The transfer in hopes that this worked. In the background. I think it's like his brother and his the um it's either her sister or the sister-in-law. So they're checking out the nursery. Oh. <laughs> and every horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Moves on its own first. You know what? That's really nice. <laughs> really nice. And look, my first championship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? There you go. So eight weeks ultrasound. I'm going to try to skip ahead a little bit more. To eight weeks of pregnancy with a heartbeat, um, the likelihood of miscarriage drops to less than 5%. After okay, so. Now we're in the end phase. So hopefully it So here she's pregnant. Well like Literally six week countdown. Crazy. So she's eight and a half months pregnant. So it's happening. It's, um... A bit surreal. The house is ready. I have everything together. But I just need to get through this. So stay tuned. I was very excited because Aww. I went full term. My mom came over because we went together to the hospital. Are you excited? Oh my gosh. I thought it was really sweet. My friend Rachel came in, so she was part of the team. My brother, his girlfriend, and my niece and my nephew came in. Everybody that walked in the room were like, oh, wow, you have, like, a fan club. I'm like, I know, it's legit. The pediatricians were off to the side, and they were telling me what they were doing. I felt very involved. And then it happened. <laughs> Aww. You were born into a strange world. She came into the world on Monday morning. Aww. As soon as I saw her, my whole heart was filled up. Love your mother. Yeah, she's mm. a good one. She'll build you armor, keep you warm as a home. The only way I can describe it was feeling like it was a tsunami of love. Imagine that intensity. How it just rushes in 
she's here. This is unbelievable. This is everything and more. Oh my precious, oh my love. When they come to take me, hold you from above. I don't know why we're here. Well, they're showing pictures of the baby when she was just born. Oh, and all the family with her. So, it was a pretty great finale. <laughs> And so now she's showing her at the house. She's probably like at this point, yeah, two months old. I love how she makes these noises. You're so silly. She smells delicious too. That's the other thing. Aww. Oh, she'll stay this way. This girl's eating her. <laughs> so Kelsey was picked out as her name literally Aww. before the Eagles won the Super Bowl. She's named after Jason Kelsey. You just laughed. Oh my goodness. The name Aww. means brave, and that's something that I hope that she takes from me. Is like I want her to always be brave, and I want her to be confident. I want her to feel like she can do anything. She's so good. And these cheeks, perfect skin. Oh my gosh, her skin color. I'm like, can I have that? It seems like it was just yesterday, but it also feels like I've known her my whole life. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. I've checked for her breathing like a million times oh, each yeah, day. Seriously. Like, you're alive, right? <laughs> My mom was there from beginning to end. She shared in that moment with me. Mm. She was the first one to like really hold her. Hi, beautiful. When I watch my mom interact with her, and it's so sweet, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I, I know. Yeah, I can't wait to see what her first words are. I think it's going to be Nana for Nanny. <laughs> I think so. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Aww. If I rewind time and think about the first moment sitting down with Dr. Gracia, and this was like an idea. I think the best part of my job is that I help people become parents. Becoming a parent is absolutely life-changing and an amazing thing. It's emotional can be stressful it can be scary there are a lot of things that it is i think about what people went through prior to science evolving in this way being 69 years old i never thought in my lifetime there would be this type of opportunity that's her mom to fulfill their dreams in this way i'm just so glad that i went through it and it was successful there's nothing in the world that you love more than this child that you've produced. It's a privilege and an honor to be able to help patients do that. Cool, She's cool. growing like a weed. She's being magical every day. I'm just enjoying every moment. And here I am. So that was really cool, I think, just coming off of the light of the conversation. And what I'm seeing and hearing from this morning. Um, so when I searched on YouTube, I had typed in single mom and that came up. But now there's another one called single mom by choice. <clears throat> so I'm going to probably watch some of those. Um, and just kind of hear what their um, outcomes are. And just kind of try to get a feel for... Um, which ones are successful or not because here's here's what we're not gonna do right 
I understand that there's single people that it got sprung on them, weren't prepared for it type of thing, right? So in order to have, same thing like what I, in my opinion, right, have a, a successful relationship, um, there are factors you need to be a successful parent. And so to be a successful parent, again, I'm going to just default to the Sheba, Queen of Sheba route and go with, make sure that I can provide for myself, make sure I can provide the best for my child, you know, and, um, and get things in place. Like I'm even, even with renewing my real estate license, we're going into trusts, right? My parents already have a trust set up. So I'm supposed to be meeting with their, with their attorney person who did it for them and start to set mine up properly for my, for myself and my estate and my, 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 you know, my niece and my godkids. And so then with that, that's going to be so cool too, because if I'm thinking to have a child, it's going to be just replicating that process, but kind of tying up some loose ends in terms of what, you know, probably I would choose a girl <laughs> to, to be able to thrive, you know, and make sure that there's things in place that if anything happens to me, you know, if I'm in an accident or incapacitated or, or lose, you know, that she will always be taken care of. I think, um, and so, yeah, you're going to have, I think what's good, I'm going to call it, but I'll let you guys know. I'm going to end this at the 30 minute mark, but, um, I'm going to call it, but I think looking at it, the ones who are single mothers by choice, you get to that point in life where you have all your ducks in a row and you know that you want to be a mother and you, and you have that maternal inside of you that you're open to exploring and um and so I think that the stories are going to sound different so let's just start with that and see how those stories unfold and um I don't know I think I want to just if anything um I I think I have a newfound deeper appreciation for single mothers because <clears throat> It's it's a tragedy that I think in in the black community we really do bash our our black women in the sense of you already have the child so just try to do the best. One of the stories that I passed over because I knew that wasn't going to be my story and so I want to go with people that kind of are going to resonate with with what the stage I'm at in life and you know, level of comfortability and what I want for the outcome. So one mom, one of the stories that's titled on there, it says um, from single mom to 60 unit um, owner. So in, in the description, it talks about how, you know, kind of her feeling like, you know, I'm a single mom. So it's like an upward uphill battle. But now she pushed past it to become own 60 properties, right? And so I love that. I love that. I think that children um, instill that, that for some of us kind of like that, I have no choice but to to succeed, you know, and it can be a saving grace of a sorts, right? But I knew that wasn't my story. It's not, I'm not going to be, that's not my story. Mine would be more kind of like, okay, what's a single mom by choice? What is it like to have a surrogate? mother what is it like to adopt and look at that process and um just prepare myself mentally for 
any if anything the mental and like I said even if I can find um like insights on parents that are how they're raising their children what are the communities that they put them around or how they socializing them to be confident and that type of thing so that's it y'all bye